Hey everyone, this is Jonathan. Hope you're all staying safe right now. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up. We had recorded this episode like two weeks ago on March 22nd, uh, but things have been so crazy, we didn't get a chance to upload until now. So if you are listening to it and it sounds like we're a little out of touch with the current policies around COVID-19, that's why. We had recorded this a few weeks ago when things were a little bit different. Um, So yeah, keeping that in mind, hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, hope you're all doing well at home. This is the Still in Motion podcast where we talk about dance and dance photography from both sides of the camera. I'm Jonathan. I'm Catherine. And, and everyone we're is quarantined. stuck at home. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, things are so crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about last episode was our in-person episode. Thank goodness that was last time and not this time because we're like actually pros at at working from home long distance on this. Yeah. Just before we started, I was like, we've got our our long distance setup all ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) So um, our podcasting hasn't changed at all with this. Yeah. Well, actually, it has a little bit because I'm the as the one that edits it. Usually I have plenty of time. Well, I usually have some time. And right now my brain is so tired. I've had so many Zoom meetings and Google Hangouts and uh, everything with every single organization I work with. Everyone's trying to go online and make it virtual. And I am so tired <laughs> right now. I've been more busy this week than like a regular week, which I thought I'd have a week off. And that is not the case. How are you doing? Um, The complete opposite. So yeah, is the studio closed? I've been... Yep. Yeah. Um, I've been off of work now for a week with no work to do from home, no contact with anyone from work. Uh, For the first couple of days, I had some like photo editing to do and I was um, working on redoing my website, which has been a good project. Um, But now I've gotten to the point where every day I get up and I'm just like, "Um, I'll read a book for a bit, I think. (laughs) And then what will I I do? (laughs) What am I going to do now? What am I going to do? So, I mean, luckily I'm the kind of person I can like think of projects. I've been like taking photos of things outside and trying to stay busy. But I am almost jealous of people who have work to do from home right now. (laughs) Yeah. Because it gets to be a lot of just what do you do every day? And so what is the situation with classic kids? Are you still getting paid or like you're just kind of furloughed right now or like what's the, what's going on there? Um, in theory, we're reopening the my location in Connecticut um, at the end of March, beginning of April. Okay. Um, things are obviously changing really fast and still up in the air. Um, in New York right now, non-essential businesses are not allowed to be opened. Gotcha. So that's Connecticut, but I don't know if we're going to be allowed to open or not um, and how things stand. Okay, man. Yeah. Yeah. Freelance businesses are taking it so hard right now. It's insane. It's such a sad episode. (laughs) It's going to be a weird one because it's like, what have you been doing all week while I've been in my apartment? I've I've been today is day eight that I have not left my apartment. Wow. Like at all? Yeah. Oh man. See, I'll still make it a point to like go out for a walk and play Pokemon Go just to like keep myself moving and I need like fresh air because I'm literally in front of the computer 24-7 or I'm like, 
I set up my living room and turned up turned it into like a video production studio with all my lights and tripod and everything because I'm filming now for my classes because all the studios are trying to you know put their cl- our classes online so hopefully the parents don't all back out and ask for a refund because that will hit all the studios really hard too right um, and hopefully this way all the teachers still get paid <laughs> which is nice yeah um, I actually just took a an uh, a video skype dance class this morning oh, using with zoom with marion spencer oh yay so today was good because that's like my normal sunday dance class mm-hmm. and dance wave is doing i think what a lot of organizations are doing and they um were really quick to get an online system going for all of their dance classes yeah um so it's a reduced rate to take it but oh so you're was... still paying for class which is yeah okay yeah. that's great actually i had some thoughts and questions about that it was only ten dollars and I had some mixed feelings at first because I was like, I don't have space. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how much of this class I'm going to be able to even participate in because I don't know what she's going to be doing in it. And if it turns out that it's all just like big phrase moves, I might have to not do it. Like I have a small room and roommates and squeaky floors. Right. So I was a little apprehensive. Like, I don't know what I'm paying for, you know, like, yeah, a little weird. But then at the same time, it's like only $10 and everybody needs money right now. So I was happy to support them and do that. Um, But it was just really nice. Like if nothing else, like 30 dancers from New York were on there Um, and just to like see everybody's faces and be able to like circle up and check in and do the normal stuff and dance. But just, you know, from a distance, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Well, I have so many thoughts about this because I've been in so many meetings and every studio I work with is doing it a little bit differently. But like Dance Place, Mm -hmm. for example, we have so much funding from grants and other things i think at least for now and i don't know like the whole financial situation with dance place but dance place right now has committed to um keeping everyone on payroll as we keep working and all of our adult class teachers were they're still getting paid 75 percent of their teaching fee um and we're we've asked whoever is available and able to take it on to teach like an online class, but they're doing it for free. And right now we're streaming it on our Facebook page. And so this is, it's more a like give back to the community kind of thing versus we're trying to make money from this. Um, and we did our first three this past week and oh my gosh, as the person running all the tech stuff behind it, I, I was so stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> I had to meet with each it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Well, I met with each teacher in separately, beforehand to like show them how to do it and how to set it up and all three of these teachers were people who weren't as familiar with technology and how Facebook worked so it took me much longer than I had anticipated to show them and talk them through everything but it all worked Mm -hmm. out for the most part awesome um but yeah now we're going into the next half of like our adult class teachers who are going to do it so i'm really hoping it goes well and once i see that they've done it once on their own i'll feel much better about them doing it again on a weekly Mm -hmm. basis on their own so we'll we'll see i just have not slept a lot this week because like just like thinking about it stresses me out (laughs) because so much is out of your control like if their wi-fi goes out if they're like one of our teachers didn't flip her screen so everyone had to take class like sideways you know like like those little things that you don't always think about like oh of course they'll do it this way and nope like they just kind of go for it and oh man right but um this is actually a a really weird like time in the dance scene for me because my college um senior thesis was about long distance choreography oh and i i made a lot of dancers um 
make duets with each other without ever being in the same space. And then they performed those duets and had like 30 minutes to tech in person. And I did a lot of like, I had a statistics advisor for the project. And so I did a lot of research on like how choreography was similar and different when working long distance versus not and different like methods of doing it, like Skype and Zoom. Wow, and you should publish your video. thesis. I feel well, like it's it would online. get so many like, Well, you should share it on <laughs> Facebook. You, I, yeah, it would get so I many should, hits. I should post it again. Um, but it's funny because when I was working on it, a lot of people were like, why are you doing this? Like, what is the <laughs> point? We have studios. Like, why don't we just use them? People were really frustrated about it. But like the the kind of end research finding of the whole project was like, if you have to do it, it's totally possible. Yeah. If you don't have to do it, it's a little bit of a hassle. Like if you can go to an in-person dance class, why go through all of this work? Right. But it is really funny to be sitting here and be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's now doing this idea that like people thought was so weird when I was working on it. Yeah. So well, I'm glad that the internet has the capabilities to do what it's doing right now. And for so fast, like everybody has a computer or a phone with a camera and the ability to like attend these dance classes. Like it's imagine a hundred years ago, like, or even 50. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, and it's so like, okay, so I think the the initial outpouring from the art community has been really great. Like everyone is putting out content. Everyone wants to support each other. Everyone wants to make their classes or whatever it is available. But everyone, for the most part, a lot of people are doing it for free. And I saw a post on Facebook from a studio owner asking if this was actually going to hurt us in the long run because we're making so much content available for free. A, we're not doing anything to sustain ourselves financially for those of us who are putting out that content. And then B, it makes people who are maybe paying for a studio class or their you know, your um, child has already paid for kind of the year long thing at the rest at the studio. Now they might back out of that because they're well they're thinking well there's so much free stuff online i can just have my child do that because it's not like you know the studios are doing anything different it's just the same teachers but it's all online i mean we've we've talked about this with photography the idea of like putting money on something values it to a certain extent and our studios devaluing the skill of their teachers and what a class costs like just because it's online does the value drop or does the value increase in some way? Is it now more accessible? It takes more skill now to run the classes like this. Should you be paying even more? Like we're asking teachers to do all kinds of work now to reformat their classes and figure out this new system and rearrange their bedroom so that they have spaces and we're paying less. Like, I don't know. It's an interesting question. Well, I'm not even saying not even the studio side. I mean, the artist side. I think a lot of artists, again, don't have that business mentality. So they don't think about how they're putting out all these free classes that they're streaming from, the, from their personal Instagrams and stuff. But that is hurting other individual artists, other studios who are who are asking for payment or will need to figure that out soon. So I don't I'm not even saying it's on the studio end because on the studio end, I mean, hopefully if it's a like after school program you've already kind of gotten your studio fees by now so on that end you're set and so now you have to figure out how to create that value for your family so they won't won't ask for a refund but it's hard when you know a lot of teachers don't have the technical capability to make it a really high quality video experience 
or they're we're all learning how to teach virtually for the first time. So yeah. the quality of the teaching is varies widely across the board. You know, so then it's hard yeah. to ask families to still support the studio when soon in like a month. Right now, everyone's just working from home. But in a month, who knows? People, more people will be laid off more. You know, like they might have to pull out, ask for a refund from the studios because they need that money for something else. You know, it's we're in such a weird, uncharted territory right now that, yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking like right now we seem to be doing OK. We meaning like Dance Place and like the studios I work at. I know there are lots of other organizations who are really struggling right now, but like in a month, this will totally change based on what mm-hmm. is going on with COVID-19 and you know all that stuff. So it's just weird. Yeah. Like I've, it's, I've forced myself to not scary. worry about it because I was like, I feel like I'll stress out too much. So right now I'm just like going for it and whatever needs to be done, let's get it done. Like I'm not going to think about what's going to happen in two weeks. Cause honestly, like that's not helpful like I can't do anything about it and so I might as well not think about it and just do as much as I can to prepare you know but mm-hmm. yeah I mean how are you doing because you have no income right now right yeah it it's a little bit scary just because it's like I don't know how long it's this is gonna last um so I'm trying to just like budget because I don't know <laughs> yeah how much food I'm gonna have to buy without an income and all of that um I've had like ups and downs like some days I'm I don't think about it too much and I'm fine and then other days I'm like oh my god is this gonna be life forever like this what are we doing like what even is well the point? it's not gonna be forever I don't think but <laughs> right but like after eight days I'm it's just like I don't know ups and downs I'd say but I I do think that um this is going just this whole experience is going to change everything so drastically like companies who didn't think their employees could work from home are proving that they can like dance classes, like all of it, you know, like we've all now experienced something that it's going to be, it's going to be impossible. I think to go back to working the way that we were before and not acknowledge what we've all done in this two week or two month or however long it's going to be period. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty fascinating and the economy is going to be different and policies are going to be different. Everything's going to be different, I think. So it's kind of exciting in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking to my parents last night about how, like, everyone who is maybe a little bit older who hasn't wanted to, to adapt to the new technology is now being forced. So we're kind of, like, leveling the playing field in that aspect where, like, everyone now is somewhat proficient with live stream and, like, Facebook and all that stuff. So when we do eventually get back to seeing each, seeing each other in person, yeah it's going to be interesting to see how our interactions are different because now we all are a little bit more proficient in meeting virtually. And it's like, what do you take for granted? Like next time a friend's like, Hey, do you want to meet up for coffee? And you're like, I'm busy. Let's just do a phone call. It's like, no, go meet up with them in person <laughs> because you <laughs> can. You remember back then <laughs> when we couldn't <laughs> <laughs> back in the day when we had to use only phone calls. But it's funny too, because normally I don't just pick up the phone and like call friends. Like I, I'll, I'll talk to friends on the phone, but I'll first text them and be like, when works for you. Like, I don't want to interrupt something if people are busy. But now that this has been happening all the time, like people just call me and I'll just call people. Oh, and that's it's nice. Like, I know you're not busy because what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I have other friends that are just also like unemployed at home. And it's like, I know you're just at home. Like Wait, you don't have to I'm be like, hey, where are you? I haven't gotten a phone call from you yet then. 
what the heck well because you're working <laughs> <laughs> i know how busy you are <laughs> but i'll randomly call you if you want <laughs> yeah that'd be great but you um went outside yesterday to do oh, a yeah. photo shoot yeah. yes okay. Yeah, well, okay, let me actually there? backtrack a little bit then because this is, okay. I was going to ask you a question tied to this. It feels sure. like, so right now I'm I'm part of a bunch of photography Facebook groups. There are a lot of people posting, asking what other people are doing. I've unfortunately seen some people post like, we are closing our business right now because we just can't keep it up right, right. now. And that's really heartbreaking. Yep. Um, and I don't know what their business model is, but, you know, I think... And and there on the flip side, there have been some other people who have posted like, "Hey guys, stay strong. We'll get through this." You know, and I'm wondering how much of this is like as artists, we need to be able to adapt, right? And that's kind. I think that's what partly what makes us so strong as a community. Like we are able to change and adapt to things so quickly because we um, are creative and we can think of new ways to go about the same thing. So not not dancers this is like specifically photographers like at least right now where everyone for the most part still has money they're just home right now right like how can we still be booking clients when most sessions you do unless it's like a a volume situation it's still under 10 people it's usually you and like one other person like, I wonder if now it should be the time where, like, hey, let's meet outside, social distancing. Um, You know, I'm still going to be far away from you. You know, this is a great time for you where you don't have anything else to do. You can build your portfolio. You can revamp your headshot, redo your website right now. So let's get you the content you need to do that. We'll meet outside where there's no one else. You know, we'll get your pictures done really quickly. You know, like, boom, 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 boom. As long as there's no, like, citywide shutdown, then obviously you can't go outside. But, you know, like... I wonder how can we be adapting to the situation, at least right now, when people still feel like they have money that they can spend on things versus in a month where everyone's like, I can't like I need f- money for food right. or utilities or, you know, something like that. Um, but I mean, I would say that right now, even though people still have money in their pockets, people are scared to spend money on stuff because we don't know how long that money is going to need to last. Right. So that's one thing that you might run into. Um but then it's also like just how do you do something like that while also showing that you're taking the quarantine seriously yeah <laughs> you know? I guess. like we were running into that a little bit at classic kids like even though sure meeting up in the studio and taking photos is fine like i worry for my own business and stuff if i posted something right now about like come meet me in central park get those central park photos with no other people in the background it would seem like i was not taking it seriously or encouraging people to break the quarantine that we're all supposed to be doing. Whereas if instead I say like my business is frozen for two months while we all deal with this, stay inside, but then book me later, I'll seem like I was more responsible in handling the situation. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's something that I would think about. Well, the um, book me later thing is nice. I have been seeing posts yeah. about people saying, you know, if you want to support a business, buy a gift certificate from them right now that you could use later mm-hmm. or things like that. Yeah. Um, booking. I, yeah. That that would be something we you could try like a book now for a session later so that we can like pay rent this month. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, um, but also maybe like then going to like educational things, like how can you do something online where you're still, I think what's also hard is a lot of people aren't 
and I don't, and again, it's hard in this time. But like, you also feel like I feel like you need to keep your business top of mind for people, so they see that you're still active in the community somehow. You know, versus mm-hmm. if they don't see you at all on Facebook during this time, then when things come back, they might think you closed. Or right. you know, like you yeah. need to do something to kind of tell people, hey, we're still here. We're still trying to figure out how to be in touch with you and whatever and we're preparing for when this is all over to get back to taking pictures or uh, classes or whatever it is um Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah like use this time to like get really good at photoshop or like to do some like personal photography projects that you can still like post in your story like i've been like doing a lot of like i've been playing with like doing different natural light tricks and stuff in my room and i've been posting a little bit about that and i'm I have some more stuff ready to post on my story later today. Um, Mm -hmm. So showing people that like you're still being creative and using your camera and maybe, maybe taking it in a different direction and giving people tricks that they can try at home if bored with their iPhone or, you know, a photography uh, challenge of the day or something, you know, like keeping people, keeping your business on people's minds. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and along those lines, so like going back to what started this all, I had a photo shoot, yesterday and i guess this is maybe why i had said like you can still and i I realize this is very dependent on where you live right now because all the policies and guidelines keep changing uh but i did a photo shoot yesterday with someone and we went to somewhere that was not as crowded i stayed away from them the whole time i used my long lens and we did a dance photo shoot you know and uh it was nice just to kind of get out of the house and this was one of my former students also so i like i had reached out to this person but even later this week, I think I'm I might have a photo shoot with someone that reached out to me, so I'm gonna charge them for it. And it's one of mm-hmm. those like we've decided we're gonna make sure we go somewhere that isn't crowded because right now cherry blossoms are in peak bloom, which is why I want to do some photo shoots. But like the tidal yeah. basin, people are still being stupid and not staying away from each other. So originally that was my plan, like let's go to the tidal basin. There shouldn't be anyone there, and I guess everyone had the same thought, and so now there are people there. So. <laughs> finding other places with cherry blossoms or maybe just going earlier in the day when there aren't that many people or something. But um, I'm still trying to be outside and take pictures. And also it's really sad, but like a lot of these kids were going to be at like competition this weekend or they were about to go to competition and now it's not happening. And now this is a way to kind of help them get out of the house and cheer up a little bit and give them something different to do. So that's also another, another reason for it. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's just I feel like a lot of places are doing a great job adapting to this and then a lot of other places are who have the ability to adapt but are not. They're trying to stick with their old business model or they're not adapting enough. And I just yeah, encourage everyone. This is such a weird time. I don't think there's any idea that's too crazy. Like try to think of something really outside the box that could work and just see what happens cuz yeah, worst case scenario is not going to work, but you don't have anything else to do right now anyway, so you know (laughs) right (laughs) well you have a lot to do right now (laughs) yeah some people don't have much to do but um yeah I think the other difference in our cities is that you have a car (laughs) yeah you know a lot of people in DC can drive to locations but like I would feel really weird about asking someone to like meet me in Central Park right now like they would have to take an uber which those ubers are maybe taking sick people to hospitals like I don't know but can't you walk the train like everyone (laughs) in New York also walks a lot you, yeah, but you can't walk from Brooklyn to Central Park. I mean, Challenge it would be accepted. a three-hour walk. I mean, hey, you got all this time. Might as well. 
Yeah, you can <laughs> walk else? anywhere. So like, I mean, you could either sit at home all day or take a three-hour walk each way. <laughs> Get your part, heart pumping. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I'm going to need to go for a walk today. I have a fire escape, so I, I've been outside. Like, I have seen the sun, but... I, well, I see the pictures you, t- you've been taking of, like, the New York, like, s- landscape. It looks really pretty. Yeah, that's just out my window. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks. Yeah, I've been trying to get creative and do stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, man, I feel like there's so much to talk about. And at the same time, not really, because I don't know. My my brain, again, is just all over the place right now. Um, oh, maybe to finish out my how my studios are doing. Uh, one of them, well, two of them are switching we're switching to google classrooms which is like a free thing that google offers but you can set up virtual classrooms you can give assignments things like that but i've turned into the point person for one of them so i'm the one setting up all the classrooms i'm the one the teachers are setting all the footage to so i've spent so much time doing that i even filmed myself doing like a tutorial for all the teachers because some of them don't know how it works so it was Mm. fun but also just like very stressful uh, and then my last studio, we've just made like a pre- uh, what are the wild words? A private Facebook page or Facebook group for all the families, and all the teachers are just kind of posting content as we do it. Um, but all the families can see it, and so they can all try. Like they can, like even someone who is not in my class could take my hip hop combination and try it at home, that kind of thing. So we'll see how it yeah. goes. Everyone's doing it in their business model a little bit differently, so it'll be interesting to see which ones work in the long run and which ones we should have thought of something else you know mm-hmm. and then dance place oh my gosh don't get me started like trying to figure out our performance series and how we can still support those artists now is a whole another ball game i don't i'll talk about it more once we figure out more logistics but i've been in yeah. so many meetings just figuring out what could work for that because every artist is also so different in what they are able to do in their situation so yeah. I mean, one thing that is sort of nice about this is dance classes and performances that have gone online are now more accessible to people in other places, right? That's so true. if you want to take Marion Spencer's class, you can. If I want to take the classes that are offered by Dance Place, I can. Like, yeah. Now, spa- like, I mean, this is why I've been interested in this before, like, pandemic happened. <laughs> Just because <laughs> of the accessibility, right? right? Like, it's it is pretty cool in a way. Like, some venues are streaming performances putting like performance archives online for people and stuff and like yeah i saw that um jstor the like database of journals and stuff for colleges that's now like free online wow so that people who are working off of their college wi-fis can still like access it but like okay now people who aren't in school can also have access to those articles like it's accessibility is really changing in like maybe a good way (laughs) I mean, despite how, like, I don't want to make it seem like all of this is just fun and games, but because it's scary, the viruses and stuff. But if some of these, like, digital accessibility things stay after all of this is over, that would be kind of exciting, I think. Well, I'm going to push back on that, though. I don't think they should stay that accessible after this is done. I think this is a great way for people to make things accessible. But things were you had to pay for things before because that was their business model. No, I'm not I'm not saying that people shouldn't pay for things. Like you should still pay for I paid for Marion's class today. But the fact that you and DC can take it, I want that to still exist. 
Like I want there to be more ways that like I can participate and see what's happening at dance place. And yeah, I'll pay for it. Oh, so you're saying like if Marion like streamed her class while still teaching it in person, something like that? Yeah, or if like once a month venues offer an online version of their classes. Gotcha. You know? Um, or if like you can I don't know, the J store thing probably needs to go back or have like a lower fee or something. But no, I don't think things should be free. I just think that they should be there should be online versions of more things so people can see what's happening in other cities and participate and gotcha. stuff like that. Well, on the flip side, though, I wonder if after all this, people are going to be so sick of their screens that we'll actually see more real person interactions. Maybe there will be less mm-hmm. online stuff because people are so sick of it. They'll want a break from it, you know, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how it goes. There will probably be like a dip after this where like nobody wants to be online for anything. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> and then people might remember that like, oh, we could kind of easily make a zoom class for people yeah. you know well i i think in like two weeks there's gonna be a dip in all the free stuff going on online i think all the people that are doing it right now for free are gonna realize i'm not making money from this and i need to figure out something else for myself and so all the like free join me on ig on my live video like i think a lot of those might go away as people try mm-hmm. to figure out how to actually sustain themselves and make money in this because they're not right now like this yeah. is more a way for them to keep busy and not be bored for a lot of right people, now. you know, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But then the problem is people like me who aren't making any money right now. Like it's scary for me to start paying dancers for classes. Like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. when I'm not getting paid myself. I don't know how long this is going to last. Right. So there are pros and cons to all of it. But yeah, it's like, should we all just do everything for free or should we, should we all try to pay each other when we can and hope that it circles back to us? Like maybe. Yeah. Which is interesting um, because that's kind of the same model even in real life that we had talked about before like dancers just paying each other and so it just circulates among ourselves (laughs) but i mean the way i see it is that if i pay even though i'm not getting paid right now if i pay a lot of dancers for their classes right now well when all of this is over they'll have some money in their pocket maybe they'll hire me for a photo shoot or hire me to shoot their show you know like just because right now they're getting paid and i'm not getting paid it's you know things will change over time yeah so Although, oh, okay, this is, I don't think this this would actually work, but I wonder if there would be any way to, like, do a photo session. And this is more like a fun personal project. I don't think I would ever actually charge anyone for it. But, like, if they, like, set up their laptop, use their webcam, but then you direct them, like, okay, face the light, turn a little bit more, ready, and hit the shutter <laughs> button. You know, like, <laughs> how could you do a virtual photo shoot somewhere with someone I else? Saw, <laughs> I saw something on, like, Facebook or Instagram of some photographer who was booking family portraits on their front porches. Did you see this? No. She was booking clients, and then she would drive up to their oh, home. Okay. And with a long lens, see? she would take their portrait on see? their porch you and gotta drive away. you got to get creative. There we go. That's but, what I'm talking you know, about. I don't have a car. <laughs> this all comes back to me not having a car. Well, you sh- but, then you should yeah. do like within a like 20 mile radius of this location. I can walk to you and take pictures of you <laughs> on your front porch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that's cool. But I do think right now is is a good time to just like get on top of we we've talked a lot before about like all of the little like, you know, uh, admin behind the scenes like nuts and bolts to having a photography business like making invoices and your website and like getting on top of accounting stuff yeah like i'm trying to just use this time now to get those things in line is your website done and like uh no actually one of my friends is designing it for me oh nice 
um, where I told her I would pay her, but we also might do a, a photo exchange. Cool. Because she needs new like dance photo shoot stuff. Um, but she's working on it. I went through and I put all of my like more recent photos into different folders and kind of sorted things. And I'm going to let her just play around with designing some different ideas. Um, but yeah, that's pretty exciting because I haven't liked how my website looked like basically ever. <laughs> Even right when I made it, I was like, eh. Have you tried the um, Pixie Set website version that they the thing that they offer? No, I'm still using Wix. Okay. I haven't but looked at your website in a while, maybe. actually. I should go check it out. Yeah, check it out before it becomes the before and after. Before what you're seeing now is before, and then there's a new after. <laughs> Are you staying with Wix? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I use Wix too, and I really like it. Yeah. I'm just excited to like have somebody... like I. Wix is easy to work with and I could design it myself, but there's something really nice about having an outside person like put their perspective on it and they'll, they'll come up with ideas that you didn't even think of. And just, I think collaboration is always good. And then I can like be like, check out my new website. And like this person does this as their job. So if you need your website redesigned, you know, mm-hmm. it connects more people to each other. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Speaking of online stuff, did you see Adobe is offering two months for free of their creative suite oh what yeah you should totally do it because even if you have a subscription already they'll take off two months like they they won't bill you for two months oh okay that's amazing um so i'll i'll send you that link okay thanks but yeah and um just to like call out some free resources i've seen ppa the professional photography association they're making a lot of their um resources free about photography how to run your business like all those kinds of things they're doing like webinars right now so that's also a really great great uh resource um i don't i haven't seen any free stuff from creative live but they're they're just always a great online resource and um shout out to uh cpr where i i take photos very very often um they were incredibly helpful in working with me on all of our bookings through april that got canceled but they also have a tab on their website with um, artist resources for New York based people who need like extra funding right now and stuff. So check that out. Nice. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's any other places that have been doing really good things. I mean, dance wave has awesome classes right now. Dance place. Yeah. <laughs> we should all dancers should be doing this right now. So <laughs> yes. We'll get through this together. It'll be, it'll, it'll <laughs> all work out eventually. Also, I just, I also want to say, I mean, at least for dancers, if you're, if you need work, I've heard that grocery stores need a lot of help right now. So if you need a side mm-hmm. gig, that might be something worth looking at. If you're brave enough to leave your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Should we get to capture critique? Yes. All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I'm going to open your photo right now. Oh, I have to click download. We're trying a new system. Oh, wait a second. I forgot that we had told each other that I was supposed to upload a photo shoot photo and you were supposed to upload a performance photo. Remember this challenge? Yeah. Is this not a mine, photo shoot? Mine, mine is not a photo oh, shoot photo. Well, I can give you a moment to find one. I did um, upload a performance picture. So. I, yeah, I, I just saw it and that's that's why I know. Um, okay, wait one second. Let me see if I can find... Oh, but mine's really good. But I'll I'll do it another. Okay, I haven't opened it yet, so I just won't look at it. You can use this for your next one. Okay. Also, while Catherine is pulling it up, uh, Zencaster, which is the 
pl- uh, platform we had used before our more upgraded setup to record has now lifted its like hobbyist restrictions so everyone kind of gets like unlimited unlimited hours and multiple guests and all that stuff so we're thinking about doing some episodes now with some people which we had wanted to do before but we never figured out logistically how to do it without paying for something which we were trying to avoid uh i know we're cheap so had just keep that in mind we will hopefully be having some guests on soon since again a lot of artists are just sitting at home right now we figured this might as well might as well make good use of our time okay almost there i'm uploading it right now all right well while it's uploading why don't you critique mine okay here we go so as i mentioned a second ago when i realized that i did it i did mine wrong yours is a performance image and um I was trying to guess whose show this was. Is this Kendra's? Yeah. <laughs> Work? Okay. Woo! <laughs> Took a risk there. But um, I knew that because I recognized those lights hanging on the ceiling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kendra Portier does a lot of work with um, color and, like, studying color. And this image has, like, my favorite color, my favorite shade of purple. Purple's my favorite color, and this is, like, my favorite shade in the background. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, the name of the piece is High Violet. High Violet? Or like Ultraviolet or something? Uh, high Violet, yeah. Is the shade? High Violet's the name mm. of the piece. Okay. Um, and this was at Dance Place? Uh, no, at Maryland. This was the faculty dance concert uh, in 2018. I really just like love this, the moment, the two people like connected like this, the way they're, they are just, they sort of look like they're like levitating a little bit. Um, it's seems I'm trying to guess your settings. Um, oh, shoot, I have to look. I would guess sorry, like I forgot to do that. Let me. Sorry, keep going. I need to look at my metadata. <laughs> I think it's a pretty high ISO. Um, I'm realizing that I also don't have the metadata for mine. See, we're like quarantined here, and we're so unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I can edit all the awkward pauses out. The beauty, of <laughs> or we podcasting. can keep them. Um. Okay, I would guess it's a pretty high ISO. It looks a little bit noisy, but this makes sense because the piece was probably pretty dark. Like 6400, maybe? Uh, do you want to guess all the settings before I tell you? Uh, sure. Okay, so 6400 ISO I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with shutter speed of... Let me zoom in on those feet, on those toes. <laughs> I'd say like one two hundredth of a second. And I'm saying that because I don't see much motion blur and they're jumping. So it might have even been higher. Um, and then I would say like you're, I'm going to guess you're using your 24 to 70 lens. So it's maybe somewhere in the 60 millimeter range. Um, it doesn't look super like wide angle fisheye. So I don't think it was the six, 15 to 35, 16 to 35 millimeter lens. Um other thoughts about it i kind of wish that you could see more of these hanging ceiling lights oh are you gonna tell me if i was right or wrong (laughs) oh yeah well um so it was at iso 3200 f 2.8 a bit lower uh shutter speed was one over 250th of a second and i was at 45 millimeters so pretty close so i was kind of close on some of them um in terms of like feedback i 
kind of wish I could see more of these hanging light strips if there were more of them in the space or like maybe less. Um, but it's interesting because it kind of just like piques my curiosity about like, wait, were there lots of them? Or like it shows me that they, there was something else in the space, but it's not enough of it to know what it was. So maybe that's a cool thing. I don't know. It was enough for me to realize that it was Kendra's work. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Well, part of it is also if I had shown more lights, they would have been smaller. So it's like picking what you want the focus of the image to be. And honestly, in the heat of the moment, like when they're moving like that, I I tend to focus more on the dancers Um, because I also did get some more shots where I was more wide out to get everything. But um, for the most part, I try to get a a slightly more intimate shot, I guess, because that's what is, in my opinion, a little bit more unique. Yeah. So if this was my image, I might have even removed the lights Mm. from it (laughs) just so that they're not distracting from the dancers. Gotcha. Um, but then that is kind of like the weird fine line of like how much are you how much should you modify an image that's documenting the piece like those lights were there do you mean, do you mean like <laughs> photoshop them out or do you just mean crop the image um i would maybe crop it a little bit but then i might actually photoshop them out okay but i don't know see like i do that with exit signs and like fire extinguishers all the time because those are annoying and part of the space this is a scenic design choice and you're seeing, I think if you just saw like only a little, only like a millimeter of the edge of it, then yeah, I'd, I'd remove it. But you see enough of it. Anyway, I'm talking too much about these hanging lights. <laughs> um, moving on. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have many other thoughts. I think it's it's really sharp and it's a great just moment that you captured of these two, which is not always easy to get in a piece that has as much motion as Kendra's work usually does. Yeah, she has a lot of fast movement and the lighting in this piece at least fluctuated a lot. This just happened to be one of the brighter moments, which was nice, um, which is why I could go down to the 3200 ISO instead of usually 6400. Um, yeah. And like a really small detail that you can't really see unless you look on a bigger screen. But if you look at the shadow of the dancer on the right, his foot, mm-hmm. where the shadows intersect, they're all different shades of purple. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, which you can't see unless you like blow it up a little bit more. But it's it's a cool detail that I noticed when I was editing it, <laughs> and I liked. And uh, mm-hmm. this is the picture that was on everyone's uh, ACDA name tag from that oh, we were talking wow. about last week. So or last episode. Yeah. So that's why I picked this picture too. Yeah, I do really love the shadows on the ground. Mm-hmm. I I noticed that before you even well, I didn't notice the intersecting of the shadows, but seeing them come in multiple directions it's also kind of fun because it gives you um a clue as to like what top lights and side lights are on Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's not being lit just from one direction which you can tell from their bodies but seeing those it's two dancers with like three shadows Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't know kind of interesting cool awesome all right let me download yours real quick oh this was at bates yep cool all right so let's see uh Wait, I have to think back to what you what gear you had back then. That'll help me clue in on <laughs> what lens. <laughs> um, I only didn't have the 16 to 35 millimeter lens. Okay, because this looks a little too wide to be on your 70 to 200. Like, it doesn't look as compressed. But I don't remember you having what other lenses you had at that time. So, well, uh, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait on. Don't tell me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to guess like 50 millimeters. I also don't have the metadata opened. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to guess then. Uh, okay, I think 50 millimeters. I think because it's outside, like ISO 100, maybe ISO 200. Uh, th- it looks like actually there's 
the reads behind her aren't as out of focus as I thought they might be. So maybe something like F three point five or F five. Um, and like she's jumping and she looks pretty sharp. So like one over because uh, because there's daylight that throws me off because you could have gone way higher to compensate to make it a lower f stop and stuff. Uh, I'm gonna say one over three hundred, which could be completely wrong. <laughs> Did I get anything close to right? Um, well, in order for me to find this metadata, I'm going to have to like go searching through Lightroom. So <laughs> I'm unprepared. Great. So I was correct. I'll put Perfect. it. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I might've used, so I have a, um, 28 millimeter prime. Oh, 28. Okay. I might've used that. Um, I don't think this was the 70 to 200. It would have been differently compressed in the background. Right. Um, That's why I said 50 millimeters. Cause I thought you had a 50 millimeter prime. Don't you? I, I do. It might have been that one. Okay. We'll never know. I don't really remember. This was really early in the morning. I took this at, I think we met at like 6 a.m. or like 6.30. So it wasn't that bright. Oh, okay. Um. Well, go on Instagram, so people. So it's not like a normal And Catherine will find the metadata shoot. and yeah. put it in the post when she shares that picture. And, and we'll Jonathan see if I was right or not. see if he's right or not. Well, based <laughs> on what you told me, I was totally wrong on like all of these, but... <laughs> we'll see <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out yeah. uh but let's see some feedback i love the color that sh uh, she's wearing and how it contrasts like the blue and white against all the green um and the the amount of space you have on the right side of the screen is nice to kind of as she's looking to the right it leads into it um but and i almost wonder there could be a little bit less empty space on her left like behind her just like a little bit because so much of the energy is moving to the right of the screen mm-hmm so she's more off center too. Yeah. yeah. So she yeah right. So she's a little bit more on like the third line, um. But the shape of the body is great. I love how she's floating. Like this is a jump, so she's not just standing on the stone. Um, mm -hmm. and then but I wonder if like I would have maybe asked her to do it again and draw her let's see her right shoulder back a little bit more. So we saw a little bit there was more twist in her torso because her hips are really facing the side, but then because of that her shoulders are also more t facing the side and i wonder if you had drawn her asked her to twist her shoulders more so they were more pro uh more facing the camera you would have gotten more twist in the torso you still would have had a nice shape in the legs but then you would have seen a, a clearer line in the arms yeah yeah um more of a diagonal through her upper body yeah that's always nice yeah um but i love the flow of the skirt or of the dress like i love finding mm -hmm. different ways to get movement in the dancer besides just their body and so like hair and fabric are usually my go-tos um so i also wonder if there's a way to get i mean and i also realize it's hard because she's standing on a rock and she doesn't want to fall but like how could you have gotten <laughs> her hair to move a little bit as well because there's so much flow going on in her dress that like having her like toss her head as she jumped or something like that just to see what it could have done because her hair is so long it would have moved a lot um yeah or if it had been really windy or something that would have been nice yeah oh fun fact I, and this didn't actually work but uh once i was doing a photo shoot and i had my uh brother bring a um leaf blower <laughs> and so we were blowing it at the dancer's head trying to get her hair to move it didn't work i think it just wasn't powerful enough um and at the yeah. distance that we were at but it was like a fun experiment that just didn't pan out um <laughs> i have to find that well people use regular fans all the time yeah 
like in portraits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? but those are like industrial fans that you like have in your studio. This is like I went yeah. I went on location. I was like in a field, and I knew I was gonna be in a field. So I was like, <laughs> hey, we have this leaf blower that's electric. So let's try to bring it. Let's see if it works. And it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, I like the image. It's really pretty. Thanks. Yeah, I took this the last morning before my flight. I remember dates. seeing it on your Instagram story, I think, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I w- it was like just one last... Actually, no. I think I took this... So we we stayed at Bates. I stayed... Yeah, you did too. Longer than the rest of the students did. So I think this was on like their last day. And then... So this was like... She went straight from this to her flight. And then we had a couple more days. But anyway, right at the end, I feel like word got out that like photo shoots could happen. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people were interested. So... I was glad I fit this in. Um, yeah. And she she brought the dress and like she had a lot of ideas and wanted to do it by the pond and stuff. So I can't take too much credit for all of that. It also, I want to say it's nice because the, the rocks that she's on, they're already elevated. So you were already shooting a little bit lower than her, mm-hmm. um, which is like whenever I do jump stuff, I always like sit, like lie down the ground. And so it's nice that it's not at her eye level. It's like you were shooting more at her like waist level, which makes the jump look even better yeah yeah and it's interesting with um a location like this because if you get down too low then you can't see that there's any water in the pond right right so like then it's just her against the sky which is a look but um if you want to be by the pond that limits how low you can be as the photographer yeah and well and i almost wonder since you're already shooting a little bit wider if you had backed up a little bit more to get even more of the environment to like so then she was much smaller but she still pops because of the blue but you could really see more of the pond the one thing and this is just a like it's hard to do there but the fact that you can see the building in the background like if you were like really yeah. committed you could like maybe try to photoshop it out but like that's the one thing that kind of breaks uh, i don't know breaks it from <laughs> i'm not good enough at clone stamping for that <laughs> uh well i feel like if you feathered out like if you masked out the trees anyway i don't know i'm yeah it would be hard but like, yeah. I feel like that's the one thing that takes me out of the image because it shows that you're not maybe necessarily in nature totally. Like you're in some b- environment where there are still buildings. Um, yeah. Which is also where it was. Right. Right. So that's also the question. But as a photo like, shoot, though, I don't think you need to stay true to it because it's not the focus of the picture. If it was a performance, then yeah. But because it looks so much like you're in the wild, but I guess besides maybe the cut stone that she's on, but... Like that is much less noticeable (laughs) than the building in the background, Mm -hmm. you know. And also if it was a building that was more recognizable as like the Bates campus, then I would see too, like that being interesting to keep as it shows the the location and where they were. But this is just kind of a generic, you can't, this building doesn't tell you what school this is. Right. You know. All right. Well, let's move on to discover the week and wrap it up because I actually have more meetings after this with people at dance place. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i have to go get ready for that i'm jealous i have nothing to do <laughs> um okay do you want to go first yeah let me pull it up this is just like a fun you might have seen this on my instagram story but i just saw a really fun post um that i just wanted to share and hope everyone gets a laugh out of it uh so this was on twitter but actually boo ray perry who hosts the photobomb podcast posted it on his story and that's where i first saw it but this was a tweet by liam hackett uh, like his username is d D-I-A-G-E-O-L-I-A-M. But I just want to read this tweet to you. The World Health Organization has announced that dogs cannot contract COVID-19. 
dogs previously held in quarantine can now be released. To be clear, who let the dogs out? <laughs> I just thought that was so good. So I put out my story with like the song on it and like a, a um a gif of a dog like jamming out, and it just I love it. It's just it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> who let those dogs out? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so that's my discovery of the week. Something fun, that's lighthearted. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love just side tangent. This is not my discovery of the week, but all of like the like Instagram and Facebook silliness that's happening right now. Oh my like, gosh. Everybody's so just many trying to like and, stay happy yeah. and like just people are posting all the posts the about parents homeschooling stuff. have been cracking me up partly because I <laughs> was actually homeschooled when I was a kid. So yeah, it's just funny. I saw one today that was like NYC rent should drop because wait, what did it say? New, uh, you shouldn't pay New York city rent if your apartment doesn't include New York city. <laughs> like like rent so high here because you have the city but if you don't have the uh, city <laughs> you shouldn't be paying these like really high prices yeah. whereas right now it's just a small room it could be anywhere but okay so my um discovery of the week is that um sometimes i like my computer gives me that message to like update it and i always just say like update later update later like same with my ipad i never update them until i like have to but somehow in the night um both my computer and my ipad decided it was time to update themselves um, so I turned them on. It was like, welcome to your new whatever, you know. Um, but a really new cool feature happened where I can now um, use my iPad as a second monitor for my computer. Oh, cool. I can like airplay to it. So I have like one of the giant iPads that's like sort of useful, but not that useful. But now it's really useful because I put it, I have like a slightly higher shelf above my desk. I put the iPad there and it sits right above my regular screen. And I can just drag Windows straight from my regular laptop screen up to it. Wow. I can have like Photoshop oh, on top and email on the bottom and my website on top and files on the bottom. So it's been like so useful. And all of a sudden my iPad has become just like the thing I'm using all the time. So maybe you should keep your software more updated. Yeah. Lesson <laughs> learned. Maybe sometimes update things because you'll be surprised. That's awesome. But um, yeah. So, super cool for anyone who has a laptop plus ipad your ipad just got um a promotion from being just for youtube to something actually use usable have you ever <laughs> tried using though like the photoshop app on your ipad or anything like that i haven't because i um don't i don't sync my photos to like the lightroom cloud mm. the adobe cloud gotcha. so they're all on like hard drives that are i have to plug into my computer um so then i can't get them off yeah, I can't get them onto my iPad. Gotcha. But I've heard cool cool things about it for people who use yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like if you were maybe doing like an on-location shoot or you were traveling, then that could be a fun way you could start editing, maybe. But now I don't have to because it's just connected to my laptop. Anyway, very exciting. Cool. Well, everyone, we hope you're doing well, staying safe. And I know a lot of people are starting to get more worried about finances, but um, I encourage everyone to stay positive, pull through. We'll get through this together. And this is temporary. This is a great way for you to maybe Hang innovate in and think of either new ways to get income or just prepare yourself for when this is over, how to really get out the gate running. Um, yep. But yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Still in Motion Podcast. You can email us, Still in Motion Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all that. And I realized we should start asking people to leave us reviews and give us a five star review 
now that we have yeah. a couple episodes under our belt. So please do that. We would really appreciate it. Yep. And uh, thanks to Amanda for the amazing graphic design and Shannon for the music. And we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>